welcome back to Lunar Solace. I'm Sarah, and this is Amanda. <laughs> wow, what a, what a long ass pause. Okay, it was this every time. What is with this? I'm just, you know what? It's okay, Sarah. It's your thing. Your guns. Ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Let's take one of them or take me out. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. I'll put them away. <sighs> okay. So, as you guys can see, Rico's here with us, with me live. So, um, today's episode nine. If you didn't see already, we actually dropped episode eight on the sneak. Um, it was our last episode recorded from weeks ago. And just thought, huh, why not let this be out there? So, um, so as a reminder, as usual, like, share, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff with us. <laughs> and um, uh, also, if you want to comment or say something to us or ask a question or bring up a topic, there is a link that you can submit anonymously if you don't want to tell us who you are. It's fine. Um, we're trying to give you other ways to communicate with us if you're not want wanting to put yourself out there like that. So uh, today, like today's episode is uh, Three Cups Friends. So we're talking about friend, friendships and stuff. Um, but before we get to that, uh, I really don't have nothing on astrology. I haven't been paying attention lately. All I know is we're still in re retrograde for Mars. And I can attest to the fact that I've been expressing a lot of repressed anger towards people. <laughs> My mouth. I'm surprised that hasn't got me in trouble yet, considering... But um, I think uh, my friends, I'm grateful for you guys being my friends and putting up with my uh, mouth and things that I say and also allowing me the opportunity to apologize for the mouth. So. She do have a smart mouth, but it's okay. She called me a bitch earlier. Oh! Y'all gotta tell me about that a, one. It wasn't a bitch. It was a cunt. I was about to say. I was about to say. <laughs> our word right now. So, thanks to Rico. So, um, Sarah, did you have any Red Book feedback? I had a little bit of Red Book feedback. Okay. Red Book. Um, so, first off, uh, Rico and I had our first fan encounter over the weekend. Shout out to Erica. Hey, girl. Hey. We love you. Um, Rico even was more of a celebrity at Amanda's son's wedding over the weekend. He, all these people knew him and he knew nobody. <laughs> um, and then um, we'd like to say, Miko, people really do enjoy you as a reoccurring guest. So shout out to you, sir. We'll welcome you back soon, but not next time. <laughs> and then... What do you think? The door is closed. He can't come back because he didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, he didn't come to the wedding. Oh, was he, he invited? We invited him out. He didn't come. So, Martha, you stay over there with your little Ford truck. 
Oh, shit. Okay, I'm scratching that out, the Red Book. You have lost privileges as a guest, sir, even though you are well-loved. Okay? Um, got that mic for no reason. <laughs> Wait, what? He said he got the mic for no reason. <laughs> and the lighting. Oh, my God. So, <clears throat> and yet, you your own podcast. Right? <laughs> Anything else? Um, the other was we got some feedback, good feedback on the last episode um, mm-hmm. about the ending between Mike and I's conversation. Um, so we're glad that we can shed light for other people and help those out. And however, um, regarding what? You said the last episode or the lost? The last episode. Oh, oh last. I'm sorry, because technically the last episode is the last episode. But they didn't know that. So the episode before the lost episode that <laughs> Mike was in. <laughs> what was the name of that episode? What are you looking for? <laughs> Is it on the wall over there? No, I can't <laughs> see it. <laughs> no. can't episode see it. six. No, it was episode seven. Well, yeah, you're right, because this is episode nine. We're yeah. all the place. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I should have written them. Sorry, episode guys. Seven, which was on. It was what cheating. You- it was cheating. No. That was cheating. What are you looking for? What are you looking oh, for? shit, man. I'm all over the place. Yeah. I'll answer the question. Okay. Oh, that was a good one. That was so fucking slick. I didn't even get it. <laughs> I was like, I didn't get it. Golly. I think it might be this little bit of wine. Okay. Anywho, anything else, Sarah? No, that's all I got. That's it. That's it. Okay. okay so, oh, yeah. Outside of that, y'all didn't know that my son, his name is Aries. And no, I did not name him Aries because he's an Aries. He's actually a Capricorn. <laughs> but... He got married this weekend. That's actually why Rico came to Texas to visit was because he was actually one of the um, the only person technically invited out of all of my friends because my son did not want any of my friends there. And that had nothing to do with Sarah because he didn't know Sarah. Sarah and I had only been knowing each other for a few months when Aries uh, had decided to get married. So, But he knew he wanted Rico there. And so a year ago when... It was decided they were getting married. He invited Rico personally. Him and his fiance at the time, when our wife invited Rico. So we've been planning this out for over a year for Rico to come down to Texas. And he's been here since, what, Wednesday night? Wednesday night. Eating all the Mexican food that I need for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) We have really ate a lot of Mexican food this weekend. I brought a whole new meaning to the Houston Rockets. Trust me. Girl, I'm almost scared to go on the phone tonight because I'm a terrorist. (laughs) I'm telling you, I didn't even mean for us to be eating that much like Tex-Mex or Mexican. It just happened that way. No, what was even sadder, so Saturday we went and we were like, oh, we're going to go get burgers. Yes. We found the place and all that. We're walking out to the parking lot to the car. From the establishment that we were at, we will never return to, and saw burgers. And we were like, ooh. 
No, because we were supposed to get no, burgers. Food. That's the plan was we were going to this burger spot in Waco and ended up because he saw the Mexican and same with my cousin. No, Erica saw it. I just saw it. Y'all was like, oh, why don't you just go here? We could just get a drink. That's really what it was. You were trying to get a drink because it was a tequila bar as well. I'm an alcoholic. So we ended up going over there, filling up on fucking chips and multiple different salsas and drinking. And then we got some, some more Mexican food. So and then went to Bucky's and got <laughs> sandwiches. And then went to Sarah's and had pot roast and macaroni. <laughs> that too. There was so much. So much, Sarah. Oh my God. And I told y'all, don't be snacking because I made food this whole time. Y'all y'all didn't even let me know y'all ate like that. We still ate your food, bitch. Oh I know. <laughs> I wasn't complaining, okay? <laughs> I just maybe would have made less. Yeah. But just so you know, um, as Rico called it, Rara came out that night. We didn't have Sarah with us. We had Rara. She was a WGO, y'all. Hold on a second. I didn't know y'all nicknamed me. I've been you that a long time ago. I thought, I thought you knew. No. That was pre-Texas. It's, it's Sarah. 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 <laughs> came to play Saturday night. We really did. We were, I think the entire party were shocked. The whole club <laughs> was shocked. Could have been that too. Yeah, all the clubs that yes. we went to because we went to multiple clubs that night. What are y'all trying to say? Was it a bad thing? You was, the wild one came out so much so that it even shocked your friend who has known you for what, like 13, 14 years is what he told us. Mm -hmm. he, sound, he sounded like Mika, I've known her for 20 plus years. <laughs> That's what I'm like. God damn, is this a mic thing? <laughs> I've never seen this side of, of Sarah. I've known her for 13, 14 years. <laughs> well, Sarah wasn't there. That's why. That's why. Yeah, Rara came out. Rara came out. Oh, well. It was. White girl was popping off. Girl. She was like, she sure was rolling. <laughs> she was rolling, uh, disco and shit. Oh, and don't like, forget, she still had her fingers. Oh, still have the fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a. Uh, it was like wow. Mm -hmm. She was F R E E. Yeah, she was on one, but it's all good. We we enjoyed it. it I got to dance too with her. We all danced with her, actually, now that I think about it. That was it. so funny. Sarah danced with everybody. I Sarah did. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> y'all hey. were down, and I wanted to dance, so I asked the girls next to us. Yeah. If I could join. It worked. Uh, and there were white girls in the bell bottoms. They took our photos at the fucking... I know. <laughs> I tried that, too. They did. Yes. We didn't even thank them. We just left after that. Bye, bitches. We she got took... what we needed. Jesus. Yeah. Thank you. Thank we you, Becky. We didn't offer the snap photos for them. No, I was ready to we go. We snap shit. Yeah. I was ready for another drink and a seat. Shit. <laughs> a seat? <laughs> it was too cold. It was cold. So, outside of that, all right. I guess we, unless Sarah has anything else to offer about that night. Do you remember what happened that night, Sarah? Yeah, I remember the whole thing. Cool. Okay. So even though I was drinking, I didn't forget shit. Oh, okay. 
Wait, why do you say okay like that? Like, like something else? I'm just responding to your response. <laughs> why are you saying you okay like that? <laughs> so. We got, hold on. We got to see, see your, um, your ex-husband in the pimp suit. Okay. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> He wasn't playing. I don't know what you heard about me. It was all like no, velvety. Oh, yeah. It was he like was, 60s, right? He was right? old school. He looked good, though. No, it looked good, man. He looked very good. It was like good. a velvet, like a. Uh, it was like a deep red velvet. Yeah. <laughs> so he wasn't corduroy. <laughs> Thank God. Shut up, Rico. Shut up. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. So, all right. Outside of that, let's go ahead and talk about the, the topic. topic. We're talking about friends. How many of us have them? Let's be friends. The ones we can't depend on. Or <laughs> our favorite song. What's our favorite song? From TLC. Oh, what about your friends? Yes, that's a song. <laughs> yeah, so we thought we'd talk about friendships. Mm-hmm. So my first question for all of us, mm. what do you think makes a healthy friendship? Trust and communication and honesty and genuine support and um, interest in each other's well-being. Amanda, Sarah, and Rico. Okay. A perfect example of healthy. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, well, real deal, because this is what um, I had actually told Sarah this. I don't know if I ever told you this. So I was sitting, when I was in therapy, you all know I've, I've done therapy for years. But one of the questions that, one of the things that I had questioned with and talked <coughs> with my therapist at the time was, I felt like I generally did not have a relationship to model that was a healthy relationship. I thought in my mind, I did not have a healthy relationship that I could model off of for future relationships, especially when we're talking about whether it's friendships or love, right? Mm-hmm. And my therapist goes, well, what about your friendship with your friend, Sarah? And I say, well, what do you mean? And she goes, it doesn't, it's just, she goes, relationships are relationships. And she goes, when you guys have any conflicts, do you guys not talk it out? Do you not work it out? Do you?" how does that work and i said well we've had our things and we talk it out immediately and usually there's really no big strife between us i said so i guess yeah i said i think that's a healthy relationship and she goes so well there's your example that's your model to go off of for relationships in general with every everyone else and so since then i've been kind of like using that as you know, a foundation for other people that I deal with. And um, while I'm not saying that Sarah and I are perfect, we're not. Oh, we we have our moments. Mm -hmm. We do. But I'll recognize as a friend when I fuck up or I'll get off the phone. I'm like, yo, that did not come out right. Let me call her back and make sure we're good. We're We're always good. We're always good. She goes back and I'm like, past things with previous friendships where people get in their feelings and they don't don't say nothing to me so i'm high i'm more proactive or high i guess maybe hyper vigilant on trying trying to fix it before 
I just let it fucking slide, you know, right. and then people right, right. get more bills. So um, that's how I've worked on it with Sarah, at least. Now, other people, I try to do that, but, you know. Um, so, but I do think you're right. Uh, those key ingredients are just the the best foundation in general to have in a friendship or any relationship. That's the foundation of any relationship anyway, so um so what do you guys think for you each is the most important aspect in a friendship honesty i would i would say that too and the second thing i would say is feeling safe i i can do that safety because um i think for me a big one is communication mm-hmm because I work off of that. And if I don't know what you're trying, if you're not trying to communicate with me about what's going on here, I don't know how to fit, how to work on anything. If I did something wrong or you feel a certain way, I wouldn't know what to do with, I, I'm because I, I know personally, I try to have, I've tried to work on um, not uh, making assumptions on how people feel. That is one thing I have learned when you're a people pleaser or have codependent issues, you have a tendency to try to read everyone else's feelings and fix the problem yourself versus making it where that other party steps up and acknowledges their own feelings. And I know I, I had to work on that because I, I would tell people how they feel. Most often than not, I was right, but I, I have had to sit there. I'm wishing right. Fuck y'all. I'm right, but hey. <laughs> In the words of someone infamous that I kind of know but don't know, listen. <laughs> Wait, is this is this the advice on the board? No, yeah, don't we ain't gonna name nothing. Oh, okay. But listen. <laughs> Three exclamation points because and and then listen to actually understand versus respond. Yes, and not taking things so personal because if you you know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're having the conversation and communicating with whichever friend you're trying to talk to, don't take what they're saying personal. Take time to understand and break apart what they are trying to express. And don't flip it around and start attacking them because they're trying to express themselves for you to fix something. I feel Okay, this is a little cliche because I've heard it in different world, the show. Yeah. But it is really true to what we're saying. When you have to listen to somebody, relax, mm. relate to what they're telling you, and release what you have to say back. Relax, relate, release. That's very good. Write that down on the, the whiteboard. The three R's. Yes. I mean, it's true. It is. It is. And it's important. I think that a lot of friendships, mm, when you think about it, most people's friendships are small, right? Mm -hmm. They have a small group of friends, maybe just one, two, three, four. They don't get these big, big groups because not everybody in that group is really, you know, that deep, true friend bond. Yeah. So um, where, where was I going with this? I had a whole point. 
<laughs> lost my train of thought. It just went out the window. It's okay. but, relate. Release. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where I, I had a whole point. I'm sorry. It'll come to me later. <clears throat> but um. But I mean, we could go on to the next question if you want me to. Maybe it'll come back. It'll come back to me. Okay. What do you think is a toxic part of friendships? Codependency. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. Like, you're able to, I shouldn't have to be a part of your daily routine. I don't mind being there, but I don't should be there and don't really want to be there every day. And two, um, while I don't mind giving advice and being a shoulder, um, I shouldn't have to think for you. Now, and I wouldn't expect those things of anyone else, you know, to be fair. But I think those are codependent patterns. Like, um, like some people to me really don't have an identity or an original thought in their mind without involving their friend for a second opinion or, you know, a direction or whatever. And I think that's unhealthy. Yeah. Being quiet is can be a toxic. Oh, you're talking about stonewalling. Yeah, like you know, like not speaking up, not actually saying what you feel, or giving you know the deeper advice or truth or facts behind things because you're too worried about how they're gonna feel. No, express. That's I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you consider that toxic, but in a way, it is. It's kind of toxic. That's some people will avoid it and stonewall you, or try to make it seem like you're what you are saying is not valid. Uh-huh. When I think when they when they do that, to me, that's a form of gaslighting. Yes. You know, try to say that, like, you know, when I come to you, saying that hey, this is this is bothering me about our friendship, and you can't. You know, you just flip it on me. You can't take ownership or whatever. You just want to, you know, or you're being sensitive or whatever. No, you're being a bitch, and I need you to stop. Yeah. You know, like. Just own your part and apologize. It's not even that difficult because, or, or like, one-sided friendships. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when I talk about one-sided friendships, when you recognize that, you're always inviting somebody. You're always initiating. You're always trying to reach out and keep hope, creating that connection with them. And and it's just it's just as bad as fucking with a. It's like a fuck friend. It is. You're a fuck friend. That's really like what a fuck boy. You're a fucking fuck friend because it's only on your fucking terms. Terms, yeah. Oh, you want to be my friend now? Hmm. Okay. That's that's the those kind of things. That's toxic shit. I don't like. Well, another thing is like the just kind of somewhat piggybacks off what I said a minute ago. The the, the friend that just thinks you're a fucking therapist. Like Oh my the, god. Well, we should be able to support each other. Ninety-five percent or what to or whatever of our conversations and time together should not be about you coming to me with your issues. That is draining. It, it is, but I've also had people who literally we, we talk about all their issues, and then I I can't say shit. about mine, and then yes. they're like, "Well, I got to get off the phone, girl," yes. and I'm like, "Bitch!" Or, <laughs> and, or they give you like a generic ass. 
solutions. Yes. Like, so just to get you like, to quiet. Yes. Yes. Continue there. Yes. And then I'm like, and I had to tell one friend, I had to tell her, look, uh, I can't deal with this no more. I said, every time I call, you call me, it's you on your bullshit, whatever, what, whatever you're dealing with in your life, you dump it on me. And then when I even try to talk to you, I said, I can't even pick up the phone and reach out to you and, and tell you about what's going on with me. And I go through stuff, but I can't do that. So I said, as soon as I try to say something about me, guess what? You're ready to jump off the fucking phone. I said, yes, I purposely ignore your calls. I want to hear it. It goes back to that. I don't care if it hurts your feelings because you don't care about my feelings enough to give me space to express when I'm going through something. That's an unsafe friendship. It's literally, that's an unsafe friendship because you don't feel safe enough to even try to open up. Well, that's true because there's, uh, you guys know this. Mm -hmm. Out of all my friends, it's mainly you guys who knows my personal day to day. Most people probably assume I have no problems. I don't deal with anything going on in my personal life. But you guys know exactly what's up. If I'm feeling a certain type of way, if I keep talking about the same person or topic that is bothering me, thank God you guys put up with it. <laughs> I just be letting you talk, child. Oh, God. You know, that one time with the cancer. Oh, my God. <laughs> That 100th time with the cancer. <laughs> we love you, Amanda. We love you. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm disgusted with myself when I think about that situation. <laughs> Hold on. Friendship moment. There's no reason to feel disgusted. We all it's do just, things. I know, but I'm just like, God, why was I like that? Ugh. It was just during that time frame. That was just a moment of lessons for you. That's it. Yes. And There's I nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with the fact that you went through it. It just, it was just part of the learning. Yes. It makes you who you are today. True. True. Mm -hmm. yes. And it's good quality. Yes. It's great content. <laughs> it's great content. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> That's another good thing about friendships. I've seen you in that situation, and I've went and I've been there and, and watched it, and I now understand how to avoid. I, you know, yeah. I learned from your situation, so now I don't have to go through the same thing, and huh. I'll make better decisions regarding the men in my life in the future to not <laughs> that cycle that my friend made. It's a hard habit. It was a hard habit to break. So I would also say I understand that I would never date a cancer man because the fuck? Cry baby. I think I did scar you guys for life. Scarred me. I will never. No, you you dealt with one? Or you just had your own experiences? No, I just like, you know, I don't really close off based off of a Yeah, I know, me either. I don't really it's it's more of a joke. It's more of a joke. Yeah, I really don't either. So but but definitely IT people. <laughs> and I have a habit of dating IT people because I like nerds. She does. She likes I like nerds. I like black, fit, nerdy men. With bow legs. Sometimes. <laughs> Apparently I have a type. Um, so, okay. So back to the topic. Why do you think that we hold on to these type of friendships longer than we would, say, a love interest? 
Because I feel like, well, I don't know, Rico is a little bit different, but us as women, I feel like we hold on tighter to these friendships than we should. It's kind of like the, uh, you know how like, no, it's kind of like the I don't want to be alone factor. Because in all reality, regardless of your love interest or relationship, your love relationships outside of that, who's your backbone? Your friends. You yeah. want to hang on to that. You need somebody to lean on and turn to in those moments that you can't turn and talk to your actual partner about. There's certain things that you may not be sharing with them for whatever reason, you know, but you're going to talk to your friends about everything, right? Because we, we pretty much do. Yeah. So you hold on to these friendships because you don't want to be alone because guess what? Making friends is not easy for everybody. Especially not as an adult. It no, because no... It's it's hard. Friends. It's really hard. Most people's friends stem from their childhood, growing up through in school and stuff. Or but, like most, or going to work, right? You find work friends. Yeah, work friends. Well, you don't. But even then, that doesn't last because once you leave the job, it's, <sighs> most people don't stay in contact. Right. Um. Or it really just it depends on how tight knit the group actually is yeah real colors start to show through and i can say like i for myself i learned that while yeah i I had a whole posse in high school when i went to college like it kind of like fell back a little bit and i made new friends there but Mm -hmm. in all reality i lost pretty much all my friends when i got pregnant at 19. yeah i had a kid I don't, I don't have those people in my life. I think the only person that is still around was um, Taryn because I met her when I was. 19. That's when I met her. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I'll be real with you. You know, you guys know. I don't know if Rico knows this, but I've told you that I was moved around so much from kindergarten all the way until I graduated high school. Not because my mom was in the army or anything. But we just moved because we were poor and she had to go where she could to be close to our family. And my grandparents, for whatever weird reason, moved a lot. So I went to 13 different schools throughout that time period. And and I'm talking about like we moved from cities to states, different states, that type of stuff. So I always had to start over making new friends every two years. And it's not easy. And it was hard. It was traumatic to my childhood because I always wanted to know what it was like to have childhood friends all the way up. You know what I'm saying? And know what that was like. But when I look back on it now, I'm actually kind of grateful that my mom did kind of do that, even though she didn't purposely, because it it did build certain character in me on how to deal with certain situations. It did cause trust issues, no doubt. Because just like men, I have trust issues with women too, who have fucked me over. Oh, do go more, do go into detail, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in high school, I had a whole group of girls who I thought we were genuinely friends, and then um, somewhere something changed. They thought I was being trying to be too mommy over them because I would always be like, "Oh, I don't know if we should do this. We might get in trouble." I was just looking out for us, but. That was no fun, especially when you're wanting to drink and do all sorts of bad shit as a teenager, right? And eventually, like, they started, like, distancing themselves from me. And then um, would, I remember, like, one day, okay, so this was, like, really old. (laughs) This was in the 90s. I had a pager. (laughs) 
and they sent me a message on there and try to act like it wasn't them but playing the song uh with it was from tupac wonder why they call you bitch yeah but i ended up uh by the end of that summer so that was summer 97 i made two other friends which was fine and i ended up beating up one of them in the parking lot outside of our apartments so the ghetto i was a little bit Fuck with you. Was you she pushed me. Pushed me to the limit. I'm going to fucking go off on your ass. Amanda's Hispanic. Five, two. Rico. 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 Because kept talking shit. And then we, we, I said, you got a problem with me? Then we walked up. And then we just. Rico, <laughs> and I got her ass down on the ground. And I was wearing fucking Nike slides. And I kicked them bitches off and started kicking her ass. And you know what? And she probably was wearing hoops too. Like, hold my hoops. Oh, yeah, I think I did. I didn't even take these bitches off. I'll fuck your ass up. And I just kept going. But I'm friends with her now. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with her now. We talked about it later. Let me ask you this. This is a, a, a real question. Mm-hmm. Would you really, so the term friend, would you actually use the term friend with her? Or would it be more of like, okay, she's like, like cool acquaintance. All the way acquaintance because i do technically categorize my friends they are in you got my inner circle then a little bit outer then a little bit outer then a little bit outer and then you got depends on and you can move yourself in and out like if i see you behave a certain way i'll move you in and out of that space so it's it's all on how people behave with me and treat me i that's how i do it I don't know about others. I put everybody, I think of myself as a tree. She, a tree? A tree. And I categorize people as either a leaf, a branch, or a root. I got this from Medea, by the way. I didn't make this shit up. Mm. But it was a really good analogy that yeah. always stuck with me for like ever since I heard it years ago. So you have leaves who are people that come into your life, they stay for a season, and they just blow away with the wind. And then you got your branches who are a little strong, a little supportive, but just when the going gets rough and you think they got you, they break. Mm. And then you got your roots who are like, you know, the people that that's really all you need. That's your foundation. You know, you know what them, you're good. They give you life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I categorize my friends. So um, that's a good like, what about you, Sarah? How do you do that? How do you do your friends? Or... I've never really thought about it as like a category. Categorize your friends? You, you either, you in or you out. Wow. I'll be straight up. Okay, so, 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 <laughs> either you in or you out. Right. Either you fuck with me or you don't fuck with me. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm not about it, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, so, okay, so here's the question. This kind of goes with that. Which friend could you call if you were down and out or even in jail? Amanda, 100%. I'd call Rico, but if I was in jail, Rico can't do nothing from Jersey. So it'd have to be Amanda for that situation. But other than that. So Rico, you are on the backup line of the phone tree. <laughs> Let me just tell you, Sarah, call me. I'm going to 
gonna be like, first of all, I ain't gonna pick up because I'm gonna just see what is this out of state number now. But if I did pick up, you have a whatever call from Sarah. <laughs> from Sarah, I'm like, all right, I accept it. Rico, I'm in jail. What did you do, Sarah? She gonna tell me what she did. Well, you should probably sit here a little bit longer. Bye. <laughs> You deserve it, bitch. I take it. I take it because you know he'd be he'd be at that point he's being a true friend. Hey, you fucked up. You need to sit there and think about it. No, but, but like yeah. But that's like we'll be like free Ray Ray. Ray Ray killed by five people. Ray Ray can sit his ass in jail. Fuck Ray Ray. I mean, I know personally, it would uh, obviously be Sarah if I didn't like, yeah, I, like, cause we're not even talking about family. It would be Sarah. It would, because I don't, I'm not that close to anybody else. So, yeah. Sorry, Rico, you got kicked out the lineup right there. <laughs> no, but I know if I didn't have nowhere to live, he would be like, yeah, come sit with me. I'm I know who yeah. I know he would. He wouldn't let me be out on these streets. No, of course not. No, I'm like, you can come stay in my lovely studio apartment on my uncomfortable Walmart sofa bed. <laughs> and, and he's got a nice little stripper pole, so if you need to make some money, you know what to do. It's newer. There's plenty of ways to make money other than stripper. <laughs> make out there and sell a rock shit. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So... Next question is, can you be friends with the opposite sex? Of course I can, but I'm that, I'm not really included in that. Now, okay, can I be friends with another gay man? You know what I'm saying? Like somebody you that you would be attracted to. Let's just put it like that. Would, I could actually. I've been friends with someone that I was once attracted to, but it got weird. Not on my end. I, I stay in my lane at all times. Yeah. Okay? I slid the, the lane all the way to the right of the highway. Okay, that's my lane. But his boyfriend was something different. Oh, I remember that. You remember? I remember that the, drama. The dude, like, it wasn't even really that drama, but I could tell he was uncomfortable with me. Yeah. And once I saw that that was the case, we didn't even need to communicate any further. I just, me and homeboy just put contact with each other. That was it. That's Respect. a respectful way to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, so yeah, I could do that, but a lot of people can't handle that. And I could understand you know, if people can't handle it. I think mm -hmm. that's very natural. And I'm not even gonna lie. I think that if I were with someone and I was in that I was in that guy's shoes, I'd probably be uncomfortable, especially if the dude looks like this. You know what I'm <laughs> 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 I'd be uncomfortable. Oh Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cute and smart. I'm a threat, bitch. Get out of here. Okay, get it. <laughs> Me? Well, Sarah, you go first. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I for me, I would say uh, yes and no. Look, all right. Um, I can be friends with the opposite sex. Hold on one second. One second. Sorry, y'all. My, my kids got up. Um, anyways, like I was saying, I can be friends with the opposite sex. I tend to get along better with men mm -hmm. versus women. It's just natural. I think a lot of them mistake my personality as being a big-ass flirt, though. 
and get confused. But <clears throat> what you mean, why? I wonder why. It was just... That sounds like one of them girls to say, I get along with men better than women shit. Right. Oh my god, I the can't. Girls are so much drama. I'm really not. I'm not. I don't feel like I'm very much drama. I don't feel like I'm drama. I just am chill and I like to crack jokes. And it just comes off as like flirtatious, I guess. I mean, I. I don't think I'm going to be honest. <laughs> That's not it. The men are not. They're just trying to get in your pants. Of course they are. I can't. Well, I also know you. And after observing you recently, you like your attention. Oh. Yes, you like your attention. Pow, pow. <laughs> oh, okay. You do, you do. Oh, so now I'm an attention whore. All right, cool. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll accept it. You like your, you like your man attention. You do. I, I mean, you do. That's just it. That's okay, Sarah. There ain't nothing wrong with it. You sound like these men who say, I just want to be friends. <laughs> you went in, so I had to. Okay. <laughs> no, but I mean, my thing, like, I know, I don't think, I think it's, it's, it's not the rule. It's very rare that people can be friends with the opposite sex. It is hard. It's hard because typically one person does want the other person. And one the other person always person. wants more. Yeah. One person always wants to toe the line. And then and we know this part. because we have male friends, Amanda. We know. We know this. Well, I know what I do. Do you oh. know what you do? Ooh. Sarah, we are a lot alike in many ways. We are so much alike. It's okay. Funny. And Rico had to point this specific thing out to me out? with relation to bathing. That I did it with bathing. Even though I said I just wanted to be friends. But I was sitting here doing certain things to entice him in certain ways to get attention in a certain way. You yeah, know, here's, the thing. here's the thing, Amanda. Here's the thing. We know how to manipulate. But you want, want something out of it. It doesn't have to be. It was your attention. Hold on. If we want something out of it, and it doesn't have to be a sexual thing, but if we want something, we know we can get it. It's still a form of intimacy. What? It's still, it's a form of intimacy. It's meeting a certain need that you would get if it was your man. I guess. I mean, I guess I could see that. I play around. I just need to look at it in a different light. And I played around, I play around a bit when I do it with Mikkel. I know what I do. That's why Meekle start coming at me a certain way at times. We always told the line. But the only reason I can do it is because I'm single. I can't get away with that right now. Now, if I was in a relationship and I was with somebody, there's no way I would do that out of respect for my partner. So I, I think that's where you may not even realize that you do that. I don't, I know, because I didn't realize I was doing any of that. Yeah. 
because you know he's the one that fucking called me on my shit over a year ago. I'm gonna call Sarah on hers too, but I'm not gonna do it on the podcast. Okay. So, yeah, I think I, that's why I said I don't think that really that's a possibility. Now, if a man that I was dating and just starting to date has female friends and it was friends he's had for a while, I wouldn't have a problem with it as long as he introduces me to them and I get to know them too. But if it's a man who's saying that he's got 50 billion female friends, uh-huh. I would sit here and start questioning some shit. I want to ask y'all something because this kind of ties into that. So you're dating a man, you know, he starts introducing you to his circle and all that. Y'all have a little cookout or whatever in the summer. And, you know, you meet his friends. Oh, it's about a few women or just one girl. They're a little too, they just seem a little too friendly. So, oh, that's my bro. That's my sister. That's a, we grew up together. That's my cousin. But they have a hug that they see each other. It's not like, oh, what's up? How you doing? They just see each other and they do this shit. Or something like that. Yeah, and they're like, uh, and I'm uh, like, uh, I swear, we just talked about that. Oh, that's a hard no. I would probably, after that night, I would talk to him about it, and based on the reaction, and then what happens from there, I'd probably be like, if 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 he's offended that I wonder this, then I'd probably be like, bye, have fun with your friend. Why do you think I say that stuff about I do not believe like men, the way they they um, define friends is funky as fuck because most of them fuck their friends. That is true. That is true. I will say that. So whereas women, when we talk about somebody being a friend, I would say most often, most often we are actually saying that is a friend because we did friend zone that man. That's not saying the man's not interested in us. It's saying that we friends on him and we look at him as a friend. Yeah. So. I can agree with that. Yeah. As much as I hate to hop on the man and women thing. Yeah, that's one that. that I'm like, I don't know. It's a touchy thing. Because here's the thing. When I was married to David, for instance, my ex-husband, he had friends. Now, mind you, he, he admitted it. They had sex. They dated at some point previous. And I, I can respect the honesty. And I actually got to know some, uh, one of his friends and me and her are friends now. So I don't have a problem with it because it's all transparent and honest. But it's that moment when you start, you're like, what's going on over here? <laughs> like like a line getting crossed? Yeah, you're like, hmm, it's a little peculiar. You know, that's different. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, next question. We already talked about this one. Hold on. I, okay. Well, let's be transparent. How many true friends do you believe you have at this moment? Two. One. <laughs> I'm like me. I'm like, oh, I, I would say, yeah, I have, um, two. For me, it's just me. I can't stand this man. Oh my god! Wow. I I will say that uh, yeah. on a serious note, I am. I don't want to put a number because I don't want to leave. I always leave like one person out, but I am blessed that I have. It's like at least you can count a me. good handful of friends yeah. like, who are true, near and dear friends. Like I know we can count on each other when the going gets rough. 
even after months of not talking to each other, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If we like, you know, if we have an issue, it don't last. We talk about it. Or even if we don't talk about it when we probably should, we don't hold on to it. We just know that we just move on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm very blessed to say, and I think comes from living in multiple destinations that I have like, you know, a, a few good true friends that I think will probably be in my life for if not till the end. For the long haul. They're your roots. They're your roots. They're my roots. Sometimes you do gotta cut a root too. (laughs) Just pick up the whole tree and move it. (laughs) Burn it down. Burn it down. And then hang them on that tree if you have to. Oh Lord, that's why forest fires exist. do you look for in a friend like a real friend is something that like like you know how we find we're attracted to certain things with somebody that we want like romantic stuff with what is your attraction with a friend i like my friends to have personality Uh Uh, for me it's just um good intentions Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that i can look over i you you can be you, you can have bad habits mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you can your life can be a little bit of a mess you can even make a mistake from time to time you know with dropping the, the ball as a friend as long as i know that you are a person with a good heart who has good intentions for not just for yourself but at least the majority of the people around you myself included that i can look past a lot of those things i will still put you somewhere like you probably won't make it past the branch Mm-hmm. But I can call you a friend, and I can really think enough of you to continue to have a, a relationship with you. You know, I think that, and also another thing, just because of my own personal journeys with, you know, things in my past, of bad habits, I do require, it's not to judge anyone, I do require you just to have a certain amount of direction and self-respect in your life, because I don't want to be around you and you know you caused me to derail yo that because it is what is what was that phrase growing up when we're told by our parents flock together together. yeah i think that's very true because the energy that exudes off of another person Mm -hmm. you get around somebody who is hella negative eventually it wears you down and you start fucking falling in line with that shit i mean Mm -hmm. here's the thing sarah you brought that up recently about a work a co-worker that you were around and it seemed like nothing was going right for you in that area of life because of this person that was it was like that energy that was surrounding i and i didn't and i didn't even recognize that until we like talked about it Mm -hmm. and it just like came to me and i was like oh crap no wonder no wonder i didn't move nowhere yeah and plus another thing kind of piggybacking off of that people who are in that negative headspace and whose lives are a mess and they aren't trying to correct it not only will they bring you down with their negative energy, but they also don't have your best interests at heart. Not oh, yeah. Them. I would agree with that for sure. You know? That part. So everything that mm-hmm. you're doing to build your shit up, they will try to stop or try to take away from you. And this is why this is why people close themselves off and don't feel comfortable speaking up and like talking more about what's going on with them because you already know it's not a safe space to even discuss these things. Yeah, like most often than not, I'm going to tell you, if personally, if I'm not revealing some really, like, you, you guys know, I'll, I'll reveal a lot of things about me, 
but people mm-hmm. do not know the deeper, darker stuff that I've really been through. Um, and only those close to me know those kind of things. Like there's a lot that's happened to me in my life that I don't talk about. And um, if you don't know those details about me, you're really not that close to me. And that's because the qualities that I look for in a person is one, like you said, are you safe? So are you trustworthy? Are you an honest person? Can you be honest with yourself? Then that means you can be honest with me because I also realize I need people in my life who, like you mentioned, are growing, who are, have a direction in their life, who know themselves well enough that also have that self-awareness and also can get, call me out on my stuff because I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. And yes. if you can't call me out on my things, there's an issue. If we can't help each other grow, yes, then what's the point? I don't understand I that. And I need, I need growth opportunities too. Yeah, because nobody's perfect. Receptive energy from an, another individual. I just don't, I don't have nothing really to offer outside of that. Then it just turns surface for me. And, that's, and then I'm just being a jokester and joking about random goofy stuff. But if that's all we're talking about, if we can't get deeper than that, because I look for deep conversations, thought provoking things. Yes. How does that impact you? And if I notice you keep repeating the same stories about your life or things like that, it it actually, um, I'm going to say it, it just irritates my soul because you, you have no substance. You're stuck at a certain point in your life. You're not working towards improving yourself. And if that's all you keep repeating about and we're almost, you know, we're in our 30s to 40s and that's all you keep talking about from shit 15, 20 years ago. I look at that as almost like a red flag for a friendship. And and to me, if you, I, I need to be around people who are doing the work on themselves too. So if you're not doing that, then I'll be nice to you. We can have our, you'll just get moved in the outer circles. We can be cool, but, yeah. we, but we, don't, we don't fuck with each other. Like, yeah, like, I don't. And, yeah. and that's it. Like, it could be a Facebook friend. Then. Correct. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> There you go. If I see you, I'll say hi. Yeah, and I ain't gonna be rude. Table. I ain't gonna be rude. I'm be like, hey, how you doing? Cool. Yeah. Have a good one. Good you know? Oh, you're in town. Cool. Have a good time. Right. And and it's not me being a bitch, but it's just I I have grown so much. I've leveled up so much in my own life that I just had like it's all about improvement. When I say I work on how every day improving myself, I truly do that. And I have to surround myself with those kind of people <clears throat> with that mindset. And if you're not really doing that and, and I can observe just on my, by just watching, sitting back, then, um, you know, that means I've outgrown that friendship. It's not for me. We're not for each other anymore. Maybe we'll come back later on in life. However, it works out. No hard feelings, right? And that is a good segue into how do you deal with conflicts with friends? Mm. So um, how easy is it to be honest with your friends? For me, it's situational. For one, I have to think about 
is this important enough to where it really even deserves a conversation? And I'm not saying that I'm not comfortable talking about nothing, but the how your reaction maybe could just be a domino effect. Is this situation worth me bringing up or can I just sweep this up? I have to really scale that. Mm-hmm. And then also, number two, do I even care enough to bring it up? And risk of competition <laughs> or just cut you off? Because sometimes I really don't care. Most people, I don't want to say are not important, but they are not conducive to my life. We could be cool on that all day, but unless you're at a level where you're at, Amanda, where you've recently entered, Sarah, and where I hold many other people, I'm probably not going to care enough to really have that with you. I'll just move you over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And unless I'm, they come up to you and say, hey, I noticed this. And then you're like, well, I guess we could talk about it, right? If even still, like something, I'm, I have like so much peace in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't want conflict. I don't want confrontation. I don't really want to be around somebody who is going to cause me to have to continuously be in that have this with them. Yeah. Right. Things happen. We've been friends for almost two years now. We've had one uncomfortable moment where, you know, we talked about it and we were good. I think that's good. We got about two times a year to have to have this moment. That, that was even yeah. small. That wasn't even it a wasn't call. even a big it one. It wasn't yeah. a big one. So that is different because it just taught us a new level of I think yeah, it was a level up in our, yeah, a level yeah. up in our friendship because yeah. I feel like that says a lot about a friendship when you have a conflict with one another and how you guys actually work through mm-hmm. it. Because if you can't, once closes down, the other is, and it starts turning into like that mm-hmm. passive aggressive shit, then that just speaks a lot about your friendship. Yeah, like if you. I'm gonna say in that situation, with all due respect to, to everything that we all do, mm-hmm. you know, that situation, if you weren't someone I considered a friend, I just would have said, Well, girl, fuck you, I'll quit the show too. <laughs> yeah, see. I'll do my own goddamn show. Yeah, see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when you care, like, you know, I will make the step. If you're that important, I will make the steps mm-hmm. to, you know what I'm saying, even in a bigger situation. But, you know, as far as dealing with confrontation and friendship, yeah. But that let me I'm 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 getting long winded. It's just really is the situation worth it? Is this person worth it? You know what I'm saying? And I also have to check myself too, because I know how I can be with my words and I have to make sure that I really think out how I'm gonna approach this person or deal with this before I do it, because I'm quick to um not not interpret my feelings correctly or come off a little you know, I, I have a dry, flat, nasty tone sometimes, even when I don't mean to. And it just comes off stronger than it needs to. Now I'm the villain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I have to be just be really, really cognizant of a lot of things before I go into any confrontation. You know, I, I have to be, I'd rather usually not deal with it. Me, You know what I feel Because like, it's the same thing for me. Um, and that's probably because of the conflicts I've had in the past with certain people. Mm-hmm. Because they still have this mindset of a version of Amanda from back then versus the version that exists today. And so even today, I get insecure about that. So I'm trying to overcompensate and I've been trying to work on not being like that anymore because it's not on me. It's not my place to be responsible to hold another person's feelings. Mm -hmm. So I should be able to express myself how I express myself <coughs> at this point in my life because I do feel like I am an open person. I will listen to other people. I will 
hold space for another person's feelings on anything that's done between us. And if a, if anybody doesn't feel like that's the case, then that's for them. It's not my problem. And it's not that I don't give a fuck, but why do I have to why do I have to hold somebody else's feelings, you know? Right. I mean, I care, but to a certain degree, I don't. Right. It's like how you described it. it you know, like, it's not that I, I don't care, but it just depends on the situation and the right. person. Because if I've tried multiple times to remedy it, then I'm just, it's I don't give a fuck. You're going to get about two attempts from me before I say the hell with it. Maybe even two. If I even try at all. I'd be trying too much. Yeah. I think that's part of my issue in the past. I gave too many chances with people. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I feel so. like when someone shows you who they are, believe them. I think you're right. And I've made mistakes with uh, uh, inviting others back into my life. I think that's uh, that part. If you go, like, that we talked about earlier about not being able to, why we hold on to certain friendships longer than we should. Yeah. It's just recognizing, like, as we age and get older, recognizing, like, who our true friends actually are and who's choosing not to grow and do better. Mm-hmm. Who aren't really there for you, who don't care, and you just got to cut those people out. Yeah. But, um... I'll, I'll do this in a second. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> do you think that like your friends well you only have two friends i'm just kidding i'm just kidding Uh, (laughs) do you think that you're receptive to honesty like when you're telling when you're expressing yourself i said no but i'm no to certain friends to certain friends yeah i feel like when it comes to you and i yeah uh, (laughs) it's a whole different story like we are we're, we are pretty much honest with each other and I'm able to open up and, and talk to you about things and yeah. when we have conflict, we resolve it. Now, other people, it's... It's, it's like walking on eggshells. It's like walking on eggshells yeah. and I'm just learning personally. Some things are just not even necessary to even say. It's just not... I, it just comes to a point where, like, I'm at, yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I'm at a point in my life where I don't care anymore. It, it is like that. Because like, the, the most often than not, if I'm having to walk on eggshells to protect your feelings, that's then not a real friendship. That's it's not, not a real friendship. No. Yeah. So, but if I know that you don't care about me, then I'm not going to give two fucks about you. Either you can talk, tell me whatever, but I'm not gonna divulge in my shit. I believe actions speak louder than words, and um, and if it applies to how I I would sit here and make and hold boundaries for a love somebody's I'm trying to be in a relationship in love with, I'm gonna fucking do that with my friends. Mm-hmm. All the way. Of course. You know, it's the same fucking rules. And if you are not adding value to my life, then you go to the outer, 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 outer circle. That's the trash. I wish you the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said the trash! Oh, shit! Oh, my God! 
Oh, damn. Okay. Um. Okay, so I'm going to just kind of skip these other ones because we're running out of time. But are friendship breakups harder than love breakups? Yes. Rico says no, but I say yes because I feel like friends are always going to be a forever thing, especially the ones closest to you. They're always going to be there for you. They're going to have your back. And if a deep friendship ends, it does hurt worse. Well, I think, yeah, like, I'm sorry for interrupting, but I think kind of like like my cousin had mentioned, with friendships, you're making a choice. See, it's different when you go and you're sexually attracted to somebody, but Mm -hmm. with a friend, you're making a choice to have them in your life. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, and keep having them in your life. And so I think that's the difference. And when there's certain bonds and things created, the a, a different level of intimacy with a friend than you would have with your your love interest. So I think um, personally, in the past, I had to have more therapy over a, a friendship breakup than I did with my divorce. And that was hard, you know, and I, and it sucked because I had never had a friendship like that and then have it end. And it, it felt like, like that was a different type of heartbreak. So I, I think personally it was hardest for me because those are the people you lean back on when you have like a breakup with a love interest, right? Yes. <laughs> I can relate that really. I can't relate, but I can understand. Yeah. Yeah. I guess for me, I haven't gone through a friendship breakup with anybody that I consider the root or that really, really cared. Mm -hmm. But that hasn't happened. We've always managed to just be good, even when we're not good. Now, for people that were kind of friends, but they weren't that important, like like a branch Mm -hmm. friend, I just, not that I didn't care, but. No, I, I I can see that I, it I really it, it didn't it didn't have have a direct impact on my life. Yeah. Let's just be real; they weren't part of my routine. Yeah. So, and my issue is, and you guys know this, and I've said it: out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I will say, I hate it when I know I've done something wrong. Yeah, it'd be one yeah. thing, and my breakup. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was chasing that, like I was the man chasing after a woman trying to get her back. And I really didn't do nothing. I ain't chasing no bitch. I'll chase a chick. And that's why I realized, I'm like, no, you can't be doing this stuff, Amanda. It wasn't you. So why are you doing this? I ain't chasing nobody. I don't care if it was me. I'm apologizing. Codependency. Codependency. Yeah, that was codependency. Mm -hmm. All the way. All the way, you're right, you're right. So, I guess the last thing would be is how if you had to break up with a friend or end a friendship, regardless of the level of the friendship, how would you do it? Oh, it's about to be brutal. I'm just kidding, it's not gonna be brutal. (laughs) (laughs) You just become a ghost in the memory. Majority of them, and just based on my own experience, most of them have just kind of like slowly exited out. Mm -hmm. 
And then I just like, I just didn't attempt to reach out. Yeah. I do have a reaching out problem with some people, but I just get to a point where I'm just like, okay, whatever. I guess we're not cool anymore. Peace. Yeah, see, that's exactly what I, now that I know, I know exactly how Sarah's going to break up with me. I'm never breaking up with you. Did you forget? <laughs> life, okay? She said, you fuck with her, you stuck with her. Uh-uh, that's okay. what she told her other best friend. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> that should be the moment every time we have a shame moment. <laughs> No, I mean, I don't even know how to break up with a friend because I I don't think I'm there's a very honest, direct person, but it hurts me so bad to hurt somebody else like that. I have okay, look, real quick. Let me take back real quick. I did break up with a friend before because it got to a point where her behavior was so childish. I was like, I don't I don't wanna be cool with you no more. Okay. And I did tell her. Yeah. It's just hard. It is hard, but if you are in a mode where you're like cold at that point and you're just like over it, it's yeah. not as hard. If you are in a stage where you're kind of like the in-between, like unsure. But I feel like that's when you should do it. It's just like with relationships. Why do we have to wait until it's total fucking drama? Because here's the deal. People people start worrying about other people's feelings. Yeah. That's I just feel like and that's something I'm working on. I'm just going to treat a friendship the way I treat dating a man. If it, if we're not aligning, we're not aligning. There's no hard feelings. How I wish you the best. I, I That's just how I am at this point. Because it's the same shit. It is. You're not adding value to my life. And obviously you don't want me in your life. So we can just be cool. And do whatever. Like, that's just how where I'm at <laughs> with it. If you want to talk about it, we could. I don't care. It's whatever. But I don't. I just. I don't want to wait to the point anymore where it's like a big ass blown blowout of drama and bullshit. I agree. Because I don't like that feeling. I don't want to be sitting there like, yo, did you see this? And like all that stuff. I don't want none of that. I don't even want to do all that. I, I am not engaging. If it gets to that point, I just straight up ignore your ass until I'm ready to like confront that shit. You be mad. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> the sun will rise tomorrow. Shit, fuck you. Okay. You ain't hearing from Sarah. Weird things. They do some weird things when they feel some type of way. And so I just, I'm like, eh. I've worked on my stuff. I used to be super petty, ultra petty. Still petty. Still petty, but not like that level. Because I will go back and unlike and unheart everything that I ever touched on your shit. Goddamn. Yeah. It's the first time? Right. Yeah. I'm not doing all that. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing your ass. <laughs> and she rock you. Yes, I did go that far I, with some people. I don't want you to see. I don't want you to have nothing that I liked on <laughs> your shit. I never fucking existed. That's too much. You could have yeah, just. Yeah, I was like that. That's, 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 that's 
Scorpio moon. That's not Scorpio just, moon. Just want to let you know, if you did just block them, it would have deleted everything. No, it doesn't. Because as soon as you unblock and go back to refriend, it shows it. Why would you refriend their ass? Wait, what's up? Because it's no, over. because I don't. Here's the thing. I'm I'm wishy washy. I was very wishy washy in the past. She still but, is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but I would go back and refriend people, and then it all show up again. Oh okay. Yeah, I know. I know personally because I've seen it. So there you go. Can we just agree that Amanda she did the most? <laughs> she did. She, she did the most. Oh, did the most. Yes, I did, did do the most on stuff with people because I want them to feel the... <laughs> I do. And I, that's something I... That is a bad See, thing. my thing is, like, it's sometimes I, I do get tempted to have that kind of vengeance, but I'm not giving you the satisfaction. I don't want you to think that you are that important or that you have me bothered to the point where I'm going to take my time and do all that. Boy, no, it's not. No, because it, I know it actually hurts their feelings. I know it does. I've had them tell me. Oh, yeah, so I know. They need to mature because social media ain't Well, shit. apparently I needed to mature too, okay? That I went through fucking five years of photos, okay? Like, oh yeah, I yeah, I would do that. That That's how de- in-depth it was. What kind of time I was really bored one night. Oh, hell no. You don't get you don't get the satisfaction of anything that I hearted. <laughs> I've done that with one person. Oh shit. So we know if she starts on hearting our shit, Rico, we know what happened. Right. Where'd Amanda go? I ain't seen her. I'm gonna start checking all my posts now. <laughs> I was like, you mad? You still that mad because I burnt your but, calendar? Yeah, oh, <laughs> But I mean, yeah, but see now I'm just really lazy with it. So I don't do that shit. Yeah, it took a lot of time with that particular person. But they fucking hurt me that deep. So I was like, fuck you, bitch. Whoever you are, whoever you are, you are a cunt. Still. You know who it was? It was a Taurus. Oh shit, it was a man, wasn't it? It was. You can't even say that's a friend. First of all, that don't count. He was like my best friend. He basically isolated Nah, nah, nah. That was a love relationship. You can't even put that. Doesn't matter. Yes, it does. I wouldn't have done that to a friend. But I'd be too lazy. I'd be too lazy. It was a Taurus. It was the wrong Taurus you met because, hello. Only Taurus I knew until you came along. Right? Sarah, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. I'm not. <laughs> Sarah, you're a Taurus. I am. How did you not know? You've been on the show this whole time. Well, y'all always got on no shit, so I didn't know that either. Oh, my God. What did you think I was? Just real quick, what did you think I was? I don't know. Something from a different um, horoscope. But Ra-Ra was a Gemini. How is it supposed to be yeah, born that's her moon. Moon. That's her moon. Gemini is her moon. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. No, I thought. I have a Libra moon. A Libra moon? And a Virgo rising. I thought you had Gemini in your chart, though. Oh, I do, baby. My Venus, my, uh, I got like four placements in Gemini. What about Uranus? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I 
was supposed to be a Gemini, so I was on the cusp. Oh, okay. Yeah. She got a little bit. Yeah, that's definitely Gemini energy coming through. Fuck See, the Libra moon. I'm a Sagittarius with an Aquarius moon and a Sagittarius rising. That's why I'm a bitch. It <laughs> is why he's a bitch. I can't get away from it. It's Fucking Aquarius. So Aquarius are so on some bullshit. Like, real deal. I love I love my friend that's an Aquarius and all, but yo, my sister's one. My, my sister's one, too. My daughter's Mine one. Too. And most emotional mother efforts out of all the goddamn air signs. And... It's it's all about their feelings and their feelings only. They don't care about nobody else's. I hate to say it, but it's true. It is true facts. Though. Really, like I thought, cancers were bad. <coughs> no, Aquarius might be. Yeah, they took the win right there. They took that lead. Super emotional, super emotional, and get all up in their heads, and, and it's BS. And I'm like, mm. the ones I know just be angry. That too. Wait, my sister will curse somebody out in a minute. Same thing. I have another friend who's an Aquarius. That bitch is a nut. They it's a little bit. It out. is a little nutty in a way. Yeah. Yes, but they got good hearts and good. They do. They do. Yeah, I think they can be loyal. Yeah, I think they can be loyal. I do think once they like, they know for sure they can trust you. They're loyal as fuck. As fuck. Just like us Sagittarius, we are. Once we we know, oh, we can trust that. But it takes them forever to fucking trust you. Forever. I, that's why I said I thought a cancer was bad. But the Aquarius, worse. Oh, Lord. But but they're also like our weird counterpart. So we can do weird, goofy shit with them and they won't judge us. That's the part I like about it. I don't have a besides, besides some Aquarius, they'd be so serious. I'm like, you don't know how to take a joke, huh? Hmm. So, well, do you guys have anything else you would like to add to this episode? No. No? No? So that's it about friends. And a little bit of astrology at the tail end. All right. So, again, if you have any questions, concerns, feedback for the Red Book, you can submit it and be open to who you are, or you can hit up our anonymous link that we have in the description and let us know. We don't care. Say whatever you like. Um, other than that, that's all we got for you tonight. I guess we'll sign off. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, my goodness.